1: Oh, sugar
2: and spice. It's hello, nice. hello, hello, Good hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Naughty But nice Show. I'm Rob Shooter. It's Monday, which means our dear, dear friend, uh, Garrett Vogel joins us. Hey, Garrett, are you there? Oh. Good morning, Rob. I am I feel like a new man. I am now
3: led into the community of all the naughties on, on our uh, on a secret Facebook a page.
2: Secret face it's not that secret. It's called Rob Shooter's Naughty Friends. Join our DM, DMA Terry Runs it and um Garrett, you're part of the community.
3: I feel, I feel welcomed. I people. feel loved. Oh. I, I, I feel like I'm a part of the Illuminati at this point. <laughs> uh, to, normally when I get a link uh, sent to me online, I'm very skeptical of clicking <laughs> right. it, but yet I did, and uh, here we are. I'm, I, I appreciate all welcome, of you. Welcome,
2: welcome, welcome. They are the power behind this podcast, and happy birthday, my friend. Your birthday over the weekend. Did you have fun?
3: Oh, it was it was it was a blast. Had friends, had drinks. The only thing missing was one rock mm,
2: shooter. We will pff- celebrate this week. I promise. We will go out. You were too busy with BravoCon. Uh, bra- you were- oh. We'll get to that. It's our lead story. It was quite a weekend. Hey, what time is it, my friends? It is tea time. So, brother con, Teresa blamed money and fame for ruining her family. So, Teresa is not really speaking to her brother Joe or her sister in law Melissa, accusing them of picking fame and money over family. So this is interesting. Teresa is not saying that fame and fortune and money... She's not saying that changed her. She's changed... No, no, not uh, at at all. No, no. She said changed everybody else. So she admitted that her brother not going to her wedding uh, to Luis was very, very painful. She said she was devastated. He's my only brother, my only family that I have. And he is all she has left, ultimately fame and money. Did this to her family. She goes on to say that if you guys knew the real Teresa, you know that she's all heart, is what she is claiming, and the family's the most important thing to her. And you guys saw me grow up with my brother, and we were inseparable. So they were on different panels. Things are so tense between these fractions that they couldn't even sit down on the same panel. So on a different panel, Joe was asked. About this, and it said it really gets him angry. He's tired of hearing this, and it's not about fame, it's not about money, it is about Teresa or the drama. Oh. I mean, it's so ironic, though. It's like
3: pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> it's like everybody succeeded from being on uh, on this reality show, correct? Yes. So then to point and say, no, I did not change. You changed. Right. I am the same person that I was before right. these cameras. I mean, and it, it, it's just – and maybe, you know, thinking about maybe Teresa's brother was a fan of her ex-husband. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, and, and, and maybe he just doesn't see – idea eye to eye with the new guy that she has sex with nine
2: times a day, you know? (laughs) They do talk about their sex life a lot. Now, Joe said something that I thought was really interesting, though. He said, if you love each other, you want to help each other rise. So, Teresa was on the show first, then Melissa and Joe contacted the show. Teresa said behind her back to get on it. They say absolutely not, so we don't quite know what happened there. But they said they wanted part of this money, of this fame, and so Teresa was the first. But if you love each other, you help each other is what Joe was saying, I could buy that.
3: I I could buy that too. And but you know, I I always think about this too. And you, and we know celebrities out of anyone, just like it, well, we all go through crazy things sometimes. And it gets it gets blown up if you're a celebrity specifically. I always think about this, Rob shooter and and maybe maybe you know, would you trade it all in for the fame and the money? but knowing that you would have to go through, let's just say what Teresa no. has gone through over the past no. Two years.
2: No, her marriage broke up. She went to jail. No, my marriage alone is too important. Forget the jail part, which is hard to forget. She was in jail for over a year. So, no, I don't think I would. I say to my friends all the time, and I, I hope this is true for lots of people listening. If life was a game show and I was offered the million dollars to gamble all this, to, to try and get that better slot, would I take it or would I hit pause, I would hit pause. If my life stopped at this, if this was my life until the day I died, I feel very, very lucky. I like my life. I like what I do. I like my days. I don't want to gamble that for fame and fortune. What about you, Garrett?
3: Yeah no I think about that too I, I, and I think at first it sounds appealing but not realizing what your life would have to go through down the road you know it's almost like you sign it's almost like a movie where mm. you know the good and bad devil come to you and be like hey if you sign this contract right. you you'll be guaranteed this amount of money but there might be some stipulations right. down the road you, you know and you see it like you know look at what Jennifer Hudson has had gone mm-hmm. through with her her life, yeah, you know. It's a rough, uh huh? Nick, Nicki Minaj, mm-hmm. uh like it's almost like, do you think in a previous life you sign up going, yes, I'll be famous, but X has to happen to me. You know, I know it's very existential and like as if we're sitting around the Joshua tree right now, <laughs> uh, smoking smoking something funny and talking about it. But I, I think like these conversations. The I like. Them. I think about it all the time. Yeah,
2: I, I, Rosie O'Donnell said it best. Rosie said that she had a big hole in her heart. Her mother died when she was young, and she thought fame and fortune would fill that hole. She said it made it bigger. So fame doesn't change you. It illuminates who you are. It makes you more of who you are. And so so I I know I wouldn't do it. I'm happy with this in my life. Opportunities come along. I say yes to. I would hate to be this Teresa famous. I've been offered reality shows. Not for me, but we want to know what you think about all this. It brings us to our poll question of the day. Teresa is slamming her brother Joe and Melissa, accusing them of being more interested in fame and fortune than family. Is she right or is Teresa the problem? What is the problem here? We want to know what you think. Go and vote on. You our know Teresa's voting Twitter on Twitter page. <laughs> She's going to get a link
3: today, just like I'll I got a vote. link for the
2: Facebook group. I'm, I'm going to vote. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page Naughty Girls And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Garrett Love, what are you working on? Though?
3: Well, let's talk about a new couple that we might not have ever heard of before: Kim Kardashian and uh, <laughs> Kanye West. Guess what? They're avoiding each other. Surprise, surprise. Uh, now you know they they have children together, so there are there are things that the children do that they still participate in together, but not sitting together mm. per se. Uh, in including north North's, uh northwest, I guess or. I guess she's keeping the west part. Northwest basketball game in L.A. So uh, they ar- Kim and Kanye arrive separately, ignoring one another throughout the entire basketball game. Um, the only thing they share in common is cheering for each other, obviously uh, cheering for their their daughter. Um, north came separately from her parents. So all true. three of them. <laughs> all three of them are avoiding she's each other. Who's driving North?
2: Does she have a road car, or a driver?
3: <laughs> I mean, at th- at this point. So uh, <laughs> Nick Cannon was there uh, because I'm sure one of his 11 kids were in the game <laughs> right, at some point it's everywhere um, so but but this is interesting kim has pretty much just separated herself ever since kanye has opened his mouth uh from anyone who has given him an opportunity to sit down for a tv show or a podcast and you know the one thing i thought about too over the weekend uh aside from this story uh Let's stop giving Kanye a platform, because you know what it is? It's not, It's not. hey, let's get down to the nitty-gritty of Kanye. You know, you put Kanye in front of a microphone, you're going to get the free press no matter what. And uh, it almost makes you question the type of people that are putting him on these podcasts and TV shows— what the real meaning is behind it. Do you really want to get to the bottom of Kanye West or do you want the free publicity not caring who you hurt down the down the yeah, road? Yeah, if you
2: want a, if you want a conversation with Kanye West, do it off camera. Be a friend. Sit down and talk with him. Don't bring your crews. I think LeBron or some famous sports figure had taped it. Yeah, interview. no, it was LeBron. It isn't LeBron, yeah. thank you. I'm terrible with sports, but uh, has pulled an interview that they said they just don't want to give him a platform. Some people say that is cancel culture, but I don't think it is. I think it's consequence. What insiders are saying is that Kim stuck by him through some really ugly stuff. But the recent anti-Semitic comments are just something she cannot, she will not be part of. She does not need to support him anymore. She has been really, really patient. And now I'm told it's just all about the kids and she wants no part of this she kind of help somebody who doesn't want to be helped and i think that kim has come to that conclusion too so she's not being cruel or aggressive and she's not out there saying bad things about him
3: but she's allowed to move on yeah, as she's well moved on. I, you, but you know it's funny too and we've talked about this you and i you know through text uh during during the weeks that though they're not talking it's like their their assistants are holding the relationship you know what yeah, I yeah mean? like, it's difficult isn't it because
2: they're always going to be in touch to some degree because of the family, the children, but now everything is scheduled through assistants or lawyers. It's But do you think their assistants get along? Like, they're they're, they're like, oh, here we go. I hope they're like, so. They're, but like they're,
3: fr- they're friendly, Yeah, but they're like... I hope so. They're, they're speaking on their behalf,
2: though. I hope so. It's very difficult, isn't it, to disassociate yourself from the boss. We've all got bosses and to some degree that reflects who we are as well, so it's a very complicated one. We're wishing it all the best. Moving along, hey, King Charles will not invite Harry to his coronation if Harry slams Camilla in his new book so according to friends Charles's entire life has basically been about getting Camilla accepted by the public which he's done a pretty good job at. He loves her, he wants to protect her and if Harry comes after her, he's going to pick his wife. This is so interesting here because I think often as kids we all have parents we think we're going to win but we're probably not. The person that's going to win is the, is the wife, the husband the partner here. The children are not gonna win this if harry trashes the person charles loves then i think charles is right don't invite harry to the coronation where are you on this if you trash bruce if you come after my husband it doesn't matter who you are i'm gonna be team bruce i would never (laughs) no i'm team bruce you're not gonna win that same with you and your wife gareth your kids you love your kids but your wife comes first where are you
3: yeah, no. If, uh, I mean, uh, it's so weird because the dynamic at the end of the day, you, you, like you strip away the 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 royalty part of it and you look at it. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a dad. It's a son. It's a stepmom. I mean, it, it's almost it's almost like a made for TV <laughs> movie, you know, you, you know, like you would think that there's no matter what. As as much as we we have seen this play out, you would think there's still that bond between father and son. There is, no matter there what. is
2: that bond, but I think the bond's stronger between Charles and his wife Camilla,
3: of course, because they're together more. You know what yes. I mean. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's it's one of those things. No matter what goes on in life, blood is blood, and your son is your son. And there's no there's no um, there's no there's no other way about yeah, you it. You can't get know?
2: around it. But if you trash my husband, my wife, publicly, in a book. It's very difficult for you to turn up. But
3: isn't the coronation happening before the book comes out? No,
2: it's going to be May. So coronation's May. It looks like the book's going to be January. So it's all now dependent on this book. My royal insiders tell me this book is the key now. If he's gentle in the book, then there's a possibility of a future. If he goes after Camilla in the book, who's low-hanging fruit, because it's easy to go after your stepmom, but... That is Charles's love, and we might not un- understand it. And I think there's going to be, you know, massive amount of books and and TV shows and films that are going to be produced or have been produced about Princess Diana and Charles's relationship. He loved Camilla, and I've stopped. I've really stopped trying to understand other people's relationships, as I hope they stop trying to understand mine. When I look <laughs> at two people and I'm like, you know what? It's not my choice. I have friends who are dating. Or of married people that maybe would not be my first, second, third, or even fourth choice. Doesn't matter. It's not my choice, it's theirs. And so you either accept their partner or it isn't gonna work and I think that's what is happening here hey let's move along Do what's you... going on with Tom Brady spotted at a wedding
3: yes he was uh, right down the block from where I'm sitting right now in New York City uh the the day before a big game attending his former boss's wedding uh, uh, we're talking about Robert Kraft he married Dr Dana Bloomberg mm-hmm. and uh, they had a here's the interesting thing. So Robert Kraft invited all his friends to a party, thinking it was, and everyone going, thinking it was just going to be a normal party. But it was a surprise wedding <laughs> at the end of the day, um, and, and and it turned into a concert of all concerts. Well, I mean, Elton John was there and Sheeran was there. I'm going to be with Ed in just a little bit, so I'm sure we'll hear a lot about that. And uh, and, and Meek Mill, so three, it's wild. Like, a rapper a rapper uh you know a pop artist Legend and you know a superstar yeah. and oh fabulous uh, so, so so it was very very interesting tom Brady, of course showed up uh by himself oh that's uh, interesting that's very- Here's the other interesting thing, though. So his his team that he plays for, the Tampa Bay Bucks, to give you a little inside scoop, mm-hmm. they were supposed to fly from they they fly from Tampa t- to Pittsburgh to play a game yesterday on uh, on Sunday. Tom Brady didn't fly with his own teammates. Uh, he flew to New York City oh. to go to this wedding, oh. and then he flew to to Pittsburgh by himself. So, by himself. Uh, they, like everybody's abandoning. <laughs> like, Everyone's abandoning. him. the team has. A
2: a... I think it's not a good look to go to a wedding. I hope he wasn't drinking. Did they win or lose? the next day. They lost <gasps> yesterday, oh. so
3: so there there's even more speculation mm. of why go to this wedding when, right. when you have a big game on the line.
2: Right? And Ooh, I know Giselle. There, it's all telling, isn't it? I think I would have said to Giselle, "Let's go together, just to throw everybody off and give us a little bit of breathing time." Actually, they probably probably would have got more attention had they turned up together. But Giselle was not a. If I was Giselle, I'd want to go just to see Elton John, wouldn't you? I wouldn't want to miss a free Elton John show. Well,
3: I, I, I'm sure all it takes is a text. <laughs> Message of hey El, uh, after, uh, right, after come that, over that, and play Bob Kraft Tiny wedding, Dancer. Uh, <laughs> uh, c- c- yeah, come come over. Let's have some tea. And have candle uh, in got the, the wind. Piano
2: out. Can you imagine having having that amount of power and access? Hey, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Schuder with our dear friend Garrett Vogel. Hey, Garrett. Yes. Let's get to the polls. Da, da, da. Boom, boom, boom. Last year we talked about Heather McDonald, who makes me laugh, a comedian. She's calling out Bethany Frankel as the biggest hypocrite in Hollywood. So Bethany's allowed to critique people, even send them cease and desist letters, legal letters, but nobody can critique Who has Bethany. seen one of those? Uh, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Bethany, if you say something <laughs> Bethany doesn't like, be careful. So do you agree? <laughs> let's have a look is bethany the biggest hypocrite in hollywood oh this is wild 94 percent said yes they've turned on bethany the Naughties have turned on bethany for a while there people really liked her but i think all this stuff on tiktok slamming the kardashians and going after other celebrities not a good look we it's
3: all it's almost like she's speaking out of both sides of her mouth yes. in, in this in this sense she becomes the greatest, nicest, biggest humanitarian. Be kind. On this her charity.
2: Be kind.
3: Well, 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 that's what I'm saying. She becomes the biggest, biggest charity person ever, which is grateful when they're when in in times of need, hurricanes, mm-hmm. catastrophes, and then all of a sudden, it's almost like she gets bored or there's nothing going on where she could help, and she goes, "Oh, well, let me just bash this
2: <laughs> yeah. person. Let me give me some attention. It's so strange. And I do think you can be very generous and also a terrible person. You can be both. And the irony of life when somebody gives a ton of money to charity and then we find out they're just an awful person harvey weinstein gave a lot of money to charity so there are people out there that can be both but i think bethany this is a bad bad look hey let's do a nicest of the day here oh. we go
3: Emily Ratajkowski, Ooh. you know she uh, the model, gorgeous, gorgeous. Uh, and she's been she's been linked to one Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. I mean. Think about that lifestyle. Like, you wake up one day after, you know, just meeting someone and there's pictures going, oh, you're dating. Or maybe you are, like, fully. who. But she said she's enjoying the freedom of the single life. Of course, obviously, she went through a breakup just recently, too, after having a child. But Emily said in an interview with Variety that newly single for basically the first time in my life ever. And I get it. You can enjoy it. So why not? But, Rob, do you remember being single? The first person you, you ever started dating was not Brad Pitt. You know, let's be Brad honest. Uh, I, I mean, the the threshold of her being single and enjoying life is Brad Pitt. It's like Brad Pitt not many of us start on that, that that's but. a
2: great starting note hey our nicest of the day and now I naughtiest of the day naughty, 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 so fans are dubbing Bravo.com an SHIT show saying oh. that it's the new Fry Festival so there's video out there online we have it on NaughtyGossip.com it was shared on Twitter and it shows people running it's almost like a stampede to try to get into one of the panels there are no chairs people were camping out all day somebody else went on to say, this is Fry Festival. Lots of videos popping up. People are racing, ducking under barriers. The network issued a statement saying that they did have a trouble with overcapacity, one of the issues that was caused by some coordination confusion. So people that were there told me that Andy had just finished a panel called Ask Andy, where they could ask him any questions. Then they Mm. have to empty that room out for the next panel, which was the Beverly Hills Housewives. Surprisingly, or maybe not surprisingly, Surprisingly, the Beverly Hills cast grew a much larger fan base than Andy did. People love Andy at BravoCon, but the Beverly Hills is the show of the moment. They like it more Are you than sure Jersey. Sure,
3: was an Anderson Cooper in a
2: squirrel. Yeah, he was. Or? Anderson was there too, dressed as a shark. But so <laughs> the fans were so eager to get into the Beverly Hills show that they stampeded in, and they hadn't yet emptied the room. So they had to figure out. So you know what? Let's cut Bravo a break here. They had hundreds of panels over the weekend. 99.9% of them were flawless. One was a little tense, but they figured it out and I blame those Beverly Hills ladies. You know,
3: what, you know you know what's funny, Rob, and I saw this online too and everybody's was like, "Oh, the new fire festival, please." Most of most of the people that went to BravoCon would not have survived <laughs> right. 10 minutes waiting on an island <laughs> right. with with a cheese sandwich and a tent. Yeah, it's very to different. see a concert, you know what it, I mean? Like it's different. please, you it's had different. your. Car and you had your Uber waiting outside, <laughs> ready to go at any given moment. It's
2: all good. It's all good. Is that how you pronounce it, fire or fry festival? I said, guys, think it said fr- fire, fire festival. Fire festival. Fest. Thank you for that, darling. See,
3: they were they were, they were trying to be like you know in niche and very cool, you know, like very chic,
2: cool. like a Paris word, very French. Okay, let's end with a moment right. of Rob. You going to Rob. You get to Rob. You going to Rob. Rob's Rob. Lucille awesome. Ball said this. I love Lucy. Love yourself first, and everything else falls into line. You really have to love yourself to get anything done in this world. You know, this is something that I live by. When I started to love myself, life got better. Some people will say, you're a narcissist. You're so involved with yourself. That isn't what loving yourself means. Loving yourself is making good decisions for you. Talk to yourself the way you would talk to a best friend, and I promise your life will get better. Rob
3: Shooter... Listen to this. Uh, you just said Lucille Ball, and I just put two and two together. I didn't realize Lucille Ball had, like, I love Lucy. Yes, I know. I mm-hmm. should have known that.
2: It's Lucy. But
3: everybody goes, I love Lucy. And wh- what do you think? Everybody walks around going, I love Lucy. Even though you're referring to the show, you're still talking about how much you love Lucille Ball. Yes. So why don't we change this podcast to I Love Rob. I Love Garrett. So- <laughs> so put your name <laughs> right.
2: in. I love, and insert your name, and life will be <laughs> right. better. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening to The Naughty But Nice with Robin Garrett Show. Thank- a, a production of iHeartRadio Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen Leave us a review if boop, you can boop, And remember, all together now If you're going to be naughty, to be naughty. You, got to be. you got to be Nice yes. Take care everybody It's Naughty
1: but <laughs> Nice with
0: Let me run this by my lawyer Is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind For over 50 years